0: Welcome to EMG Transformations with Dan Stoll. Each episode will empower you to ignite your inner fire and provide methods to maximize your mental and physical performance. You never know how one valuable insight can make such a big impact. Please leave a five-star review if this episode leaves a positive impact on you. And don't be shy to screenshot and share episodes on social media that you find helpful so we can spread the message and make the world a better place. You never know who may need to hear and the impact it has on them, too. We're only scratching the surface. There's so much more to learn. Subscribe and stick around to manage stress, improve your health and create lasting lifestyle changes. Buckle up and get ready to spark your transformation with Nova Fusion. Three, two, one, zero. Lift We have a lift off. Welcome to EMG Transformations. Today, I am delighted and grateful to feature the divine Dana Grant. Dana is a business executive turned master certified life coach and is the woman behind your next bold move. She is also the original co-founder of the multi-million dollar food company, Cauliflower Foods. Dana is led by her intuition and her vision is to teach you how to tap into your intuition to be the guide that helps heal, inspire, and move you forward towards stepping into your highest self. I feel like we cross paths for a reason as our chemistry and energy are in total alignment. I'm grateful for your (laughs) guidance and I'm honored to feature you on the show today. Thank you so much for joining us.
1: Oh, Dan, that was so nice of you to say that. I agree, we are totally aligned. (laughs) When we get on chatting, we just chat. And I'm like, where did that hour go? Yeah.
0: Exactly. Even with this yeah. 15, 20 minutes before we started recording here. I know.
1: I'm like, are we supposed <laughs> to <sing> that? <laughs> I know. I know. Total, yeah. Total synergy. Total synergy.
0: Yeah. I love it, though. So, you know, even though we are in total synergy, I would love to spark things off with a little bit of your backstory and even learn more about sure. you with some of those experiences and even struggles that shaped you into who you are today.
1: Oh, wow. I think it's a, I think it is the struggles. I think it is the hardship that shaped me who, and and we know this, we know that it's, we're kind of forged in fire. We don't really have much growth or much expansion unless we are really, uh, you know, there's been a lot of nosedives and I chose to come out of it and to learn and grow. I think that when we, you know, and I think we did discuss this at one time um, when we first met about the generational trauma and coming out of that, and living a life of programming and not really understanding, but knowing, knowing that I wanted something different. You know, I, I would, I would achieve a lot, like you had mentioned. I've, I've achieved a lot, and then I would self sabotage. And, and I mean, I would go to just high heights, and then boom, hit the lowest of lows, and when I decided to pay this forward and do this work, I decided I didn't want anyone else to feel the lack of worthiness. I wanted them to know their worth and I wanted to heal that core wound and that core fear that navigates. And if we have a core wound, the core fear is still playing a role and it will navigate. No matter what your accomplishments are, you're going to still deal with like, wow, it's like Groundhog's Day, I'm here again. How did I get here again? And, you know, I want to pay that forward because I know what it's like on the other side of the terror barrier. When we keep going in the newness and expanding, it's a beautiful thing.
0: Yeah. So as you were hitting those high marks of achievement, mm. was it something that like those childhood traumas where those kept resurfacing or what was the thing that brought you back to those low points every time?
1: That's a really good question. Um, you yeah, know, I don't think anyone's ever asked that. You know, the way I understand it, you know, we come into this world and we have this idea. uh, And, you know, for me, I had other voices in my head, very dominant voices. You know, it can be a parent or a teacher. But for me, you know, there was a worthiness issue. I, I, you know, I don't, there's no good, bad, and I'm not judging. We just come out of our childhood and we have an idea of whose voice we hear. It might be an overachieving parent that, you know, we want to please. There was a lot of people pleasing for me, but I think that I wasn't competitive with anyone. I think my highs were a safety issue. I wanted to be safe. So I thought, you know, if I went super fast and I created and achieved, I would feel safe. Well, it didn't happen that way. And what I didn't do was the healing and understand the worthiness issue that when I got there, I thought, who do you think you are? You don't deserve this. You didn't do X, Y, Z. I mean, even when I was a lobbyist setting sales records that have never been broken, I would get there and then I would sabotage and I would do it. And they kept me for a long time and I would do it over and, and over again. And because of my achievement, they kept me. What I didn't understand is why I was doing it. And that has been a lifetime journey. Now I, I understand very clearly why I was doing it.
0: Okay. Okay yeah because it sounds like a little bit of imposter syndrome to me hearing it back you were doing it though because a lot of times that will kick in like when we're trying to start something and it's like who am i to take on this new adventure
1: oh absolutely yeah
0: the thing with you is like you were doing it so that's why i find it interesting that it would go in this roller coaster almost because it's like you it was exhausting yeah
1: yeah well, and then the you know, and then the real self-sabotage that came in were, you know, the body knows the way you know this, and then I got sick. and then I had a reason to stop. And I look back on it and I think, could I continue to achieve? but I had this block of time that I had to deal with, you know, irretractable migraines. And if anyone's had a migraine that puts them in the hospital, you know, up to five to ten days a month, I did. And you know, I sought out therapies all over the world. But the fact of the matter was, until I understood the emotional components, the unhealed emotional components, when I started tapping in into that, I started understanding why the my the migraines were real. I mean, they weren't hypothetical. They weren't they weren't fake migraines. wasn't fake medicine in the hospital that was killing me, but what I was doing was it, it it took care of my overachieving and my perfection paralysis, all of that going on with the imposter syndrome. But it also allowed me to beat myself up a, a little bit more. See who you are, see who you are. It was val- self-validation. So getting to know myself and getting to understand that core wound and why and healing that, it's pretty interesting. I've been to every, I mean, I've been... I, every migraine research center in the world, I've worked with the best of the best neurologists, holistically too. And if I would have understood now what I understand, I mean, then what I understand now, I remember flying off a yoga mat at this alternative therapy center for, I think I was there two weeks up in Victoria, Canada, brilliant doctor who gave up practicing, you know, Western medicine for holistic medicine, amazing therapies. And I'm like, where am I at? But I remember doing this. I was resistant. I'm like, this is not going to help laying on this yoga mat. And I'm like, let's get some therapies done, you know, because I was still very driven. I thought that was going to work. And I flew off the yoga mat and I said, um, I I don't think I'm a Republican. I mean, that's a strange thing to say because I was a business lobbyist and very I come from a very John Birch Society family. I mean, very conservative. I never even asked myself what I wanted. I just did what, I I fell into a mold of exactly what I thought I needed to be. And it's not about Republican or Democrat. I mean, I'm an independent now, so it it doesn't, but it was, I was being driven by something that wasn't even my own desire. I didn't even understand who I was, what made me tick what made the, the migraines tick, all of that. I was so disconnected. And, and what I didn't know in my thirties when that happened, and as you know, I'll be 60 next year. So it's been a long journey of understanding and learning is that, that when I flew off that yoga mat, and then I I told them, I probably discredited myself when I said this, and I think and we just had an earthquake and they said, oh, she's from California, you know, she, but there was an earthquake. We were up in a little island up in Victoria, Canada, but there was an earthquake that actually, crack the space needle that year. It tells you what year I was there. If anyone wants to look that up, but it's all connected. You know, this is all connected and we have to surrender at some point and say, you know, to God's source, whatever anybody wants to call it, it's God for me is I'm not in control here and I need some serious enlightenment (laughs) and let's connect the dots. And I think when we ask, the way is shown to us. We have to ask better questions
0: yeah, that's something that, that I learned because I was in a victim mindset for a while and I was asking all the wrong yeah. questions. Like, why did this right. happen to me? What did I do to deserve this? Instead of, "Right, you know, what is this trying to teach me? Where can I go from yeah. here? How can I turn this pain into purpose like you did? yeah. So those are like, just asking the right questions can change yeah. the whole trajectory of your life even because you start going down a new path. So that's very yeah.
1: fascinating. Well, that's what life coaches do. I mean, we we don't fix it we ask better questions. So they, you know, my clients can say, wow, I, I didn't look at it from that perspective. So people, be because I'm an intuitive, people think I have all the answers. Well, maybe I can see a little bit farther. Maybe I have that little bit of a gift, but I still don't cheat. I'm still asking the right questions. Just allows me to ask the right questions. So yeah, I love that.
0: Yeah, so for the migraines though, I actually want to bring that back because you mentioned okay. how the emotional component there that's what kind of brought it on based on your rediscovering and figuring all this Mm -hmm. out. And like you said, everything is connected. We always go, well, doctors, they like to treat the symptoms, but not the root. And so I'm curious, do you think that those emotional, uh, that low energy even can manifest into that physical illness?
1: You know it's interesting you say low energy well illness is a low vibrational energy however what i did was i would gear up with very high energy um i wanted to put the last headache behind me and but what it did it it, it was its own loop it it took on its own a life of its own so i would identify i would lead with i'm a migraineur you can't count on me don't depend on me i would lead with that so nobody would, so what it did was create a lot of isolation. And then I geared up in my own personal life with a lot of perfectionism. So if everything wasn't perfect, I was a failure again. Do you see? It's got its own components. If I get sick and I I don't get to go to an event or with my family, or I've let someone down, there it is again. So it, it's, it's the dynamics just shift, but they're still the same until I think I if I understand your your question correctly, until I understand it connected to the emotional components that were attached to the migraines, that I was actually feeding them emotionally by leading, by identifying. When I started really understanding the energy of which we live in and everything is energy and the energy field of, of saying, oh, wait a minute, I'm not going to identify as a migraineer. I'm not going to identify at all. And it's amazing how many times a day I, I started setting my alarm of how many times it would come in the worry. Oh, am I going to have a migraine on that date? Oh, I hope I don't have a migraine on that date. All it was—it was rampant. It was rapid. Now I barely identify. It's—it's it's like a different human that went through that, and it was a decade or more of my life of toxic medications that you know and. Maybe round two, we'll talk about the damage they did to my legs, you know, with the injectable medication. What I fought for as a lobbyist, I fought for no more hospitalizations. I wanted medicine at home and it almost killed me. Mm. I don't think anybody should have IV medication at home on narcotics or any level, an vomiting anything. We're not equipped to deal with that.
0: Yeah, and like, as a side note, I actually stopped my pharmaceutical medication against my doctor's recommendation because I had to- Mm give myself injections in my leg every eight weeks and i am not comfortable with it anymore i hit a vein a couple times and it yes and it gives me the creeps and yes done so right you're telling me no you have to stay on it for the rest of your life but i'm gonna you know set my own terms like we talked about before we started recording and you know, right on my own path and find solutions be solution oriented because there's always something out there it's just right. a matter of looking for it just like right when in the fires like you said it's like right. to look for that duality like what's the good ask the right questions and then that can set you down the right path so there's so much like synergy and alignment different stories yeah. but the way that we need yeah that, you know, is so similar right ours are so similar someone listening is probably going through a separate event but they can oh right
1: yeah they can plug anything in there and this form of empowerment looks like this like you said we're stepping out of victimhood we're we're no longer and this has a lot to do with trusting the process and trusting ourselves we have to take accountability I mean, I look to doctors and research centers. And at the time, a husband that practiced medicine. Can you fix me? I was, I was like that book, um, Dr. Seuss's book, you know, the little duck that follows the crane. Are you my mother? Are you my mother? The the answer isn't outside of us, it's inside of us. And when I realized that aha moment, I I I grieved for all the years. And then I was so grateful for every version of myself that got me here how strong she was and how tenacious and i mean if anything's going to be emotional for me it's going back and looking at the stages what i endured um and you know i wouldn't be doing this work if it wasn't a big messy life full of a lot of accomplishments but a lot of of learned moments of aha moments of wanting to pay that forward on a global level. I don't, you know, and you know, this is why we we're out here talking about this. We want people to know there's alternatives and there's another way. And the modalities that are available to us that if we can incorporate it in and see what's, there's no one blueprint that fits all. And this is why I love working with one-on-one people. I don't just pull out these, these, Theories and put it on everyone. Everybody has a different story. Everyone has a different way of processing their information, and I—it's our job to identify that. Just like we identified our own illness.
0: Yeah, you just nailed it on the head right there, and you know that's yeah. exactly why I wanted to bring you on. Like experiences plus mindset equals growth. When we look at mm. great people in history, when we look at yourself right now you had to go through all of those experiences. And we see the Mm -hmm. highlights, that's what we all see. But when we get to know you, when we hear your story, you went through just as many hard times as you did as the good times. And that's something that gets overlooked a lot. And that's why we're having this conversation to show that, hey, if you wanna achieve great things, I'm not saying you have to go through the fire, but chances are you will have to go through it. And if- take big swings in life you're gonna have to hit some strikes as well like that's just as part of it we're not gonna absolutely 100 every single time and you know that that has some some thick skin some growth mindset yeah. like we have to be able yeah. to adapt and so as like we just shared like you had to go through those tough times let's talk about yeah. the transition now and as you got that awareness to identify like what the problem was where was that shift to that new direction for you was it giving yourself more grace was it leaning into your faith was it your intuition like where did these next steps kind of unfold for you
1: (laughs) well aren't those all connected (laughs) I I I think that trusting you know I think that really healing is uh, is the big component of that of healing is trusting It's affirmations. It's about repetition. It's about knowing uh, that consistency comes by showing up imperfectly. And then, you know, it's just like anything. We trust that if we believe in something that, and we do it enough times, the body's going to start to know a different way. I mean, if I tell myself every day, oh, I'm so sick, I'm so sick, I'm so afraid, I'm so afraid, I'm so afraid, I'm going to be sick and afraid. But even when I get sick, I mean, I was, I got COVID a few years ago traveling and instead of saying, oh my God, I'm so, yeah, I was pretty sick, but I did not speak a word. I didn't put it out there, which I normally don't. I, because I believe the mind is so powerful. If people had any idea how powerful they were. So I'd shut down the thought process. I'm not going to start the repetition. I'm so sick. I'm so sick. I can't get, nope. I said, okay, we've assessed. We know what's going on. You're, you know, you've, you've taken the test. You've got COVID. Now we're going to drop in and we're going to get very still, and we're going to see. Wh- and I'm going to ask, what do you need? What do you need? I need rest. I need this. I'm going to be very quiet. All of my energy is going to go into healing, and that's what I did. I didn't, you know. I, I think, you know, this is. I, there's never any judgment with people that put th- something out there. I'm so sick. I need more prayers. Prayers are so powerful. But for me, I understand that the thought process and what we speak, we speak it into existence and, there, and, it, and it grows and expands. I don't want negative things to expand. It doesn't mean I'm gonna spiritually bypass or stick my head in the sand. It means that my relationship to it is going to change. So just like the migraines. I minimize it. I'm, in, and when you minimize the thought process that's wired and hardwired and geared to our central nervous system, all of a sudden my body starts to relax. If I get a stress headache, I don't say, "Oh my god, I'm gonna migraine," because my muscle memory remembers. But I have to re-gear and recalibrate this, and it's like, "Oh no, it's just a tension headache." You've been on, you've been on the computer fifteen hours, and so s- simple things are simple. I love to simplify. We complicate everything and think there's a bigger meaning. No, it's simple. Our thought process starts the wheels. We tend to speak it into existence. It's like telling a negative story over and over again, or listening to someone gossip over and over again. That kind of deflection keeps us from dropping in and, and I call it spiritual bypass, dropping in and actually walking through this process of healing. And on a small level, I healed myself through COVID in a minimal amount of time because I gave all my energy to the healing process, not to the OMG, what's going to happen next process. I'm so frightened. I just knew someone who died. I mean, you you know what the thoughts can do. So I think that that's where everything starts. And what I would have never believed 20 years ago is that I could have controlled these migraines. I remember doing uh, biofeedback and doing uh, on the early, early stages in 91, starting that. And it was cutting edge back then and really not believing it because I thought these are physical. This is genetic. I am from a long line of migraineurs. So I took ownership of it. And until I was ready not to have ownership anymore, I mean, still come from a long line of migraineurs, but that doesn't mean that's my story. We can come from a long line of obesity or a long line of generational trauma or alcohol whatever it is we want to plug in there but we are designed to have an independent life that we can create a new story
0: it all starts with taking that accountability and then deciding yes. to break the cycle and you know that's what you yeah do.
1: yeah do we want it enough do you want it enough You know, what do you want? I always ask people, what do you want? They're like, I want la, 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 la. And I'm like, oh no, no, no. That's not what I'm looking for. I want to know what you want. You know, let's get there. Let's change your life. Are you here to change your life? Or do you just want to change a pattern? You know, one, no, we want to change it all. Let's flip it on its head and let's send you in a new direction because that's when people come to me, that's what they want. They want something that they think is usually unobtainable And they're, they're kind of, I believe, but I don't believe let, let me, let me see what you got. (laughs) And I'm like, okay, game on, let's go. Yeah. Let's go.
0: The woman behind your next bold
1: move. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, don't we have to be bold?
0: Yeah. Yeah, we do.
1: With ourselves. Yeah.
0: Best things in life come from those bold moves. And what I found out actually is what you think is going to happen It may happen, but it's going to turn into something even greater than you could have ever imagined. And that's been just unraveling for me this year is.
1: Yes, it has.
0: Trusting in things that I don't have the answers, but I just feel that this is a good opportunity. I feel that it's something that I need to take action on even though it's very scary, I've never done anything like that before. We're just going to do it and we're going to make the most of it. And yeah, we are making the most of it here in 2020. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And the flow that I see you flow. I mean, you're, you're in the flow. This means, you know, not just people say what's trust the process. It means, it means flow. It means that we're, we're, we're not resisting. We're not pushing like the end of the year instead of gearing up, I'm gearing down. I, I want, and it doesn't mean that I'm not really busy. It just means that there's a flow to it and understanding that if if there's something that's not aligning, I look at that and I think, is that really truly something I want to incorporate in? And that and I will tell you when we're in alignment there and money just being energy, it money will follow our authority. and we are the authority. Money does follow authority, and we are the best authority of our own life. Mentors should just hold that mirror up and ask us the questions, but we are the authority. You know, we shouldn't be looking outside of ourselves for that.
0: Yeah. Do you do mirror work by any chance? Like doing affirmations in the mirror, stuff like that?
1: You mean mirror work? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <Mirror work. laughs> well is. you know a little story behind louise hayes and her book mirror work yes all my clients get that book when we first start i started that book years ago not even knowing that louise hayes and i were aligned with the same birthdays and the same i mean the energy there she is an incredible um i i don't know what i would do without her book. or i mean her books including heal your body which is the emotional components to physical uh and they're they're always accurate But these are just tools that I utilize. I love mirror work. I've written my own program on it. And I actually ask my clients certain things each day to do in the mirror that actually, because I want, the answers comes from inside, not out here in external, it's internal. So mirror work is very powerful. It's 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 a tool that I wish everybody could utilize. And if anyone's hearing this, go to the mirror right now, look at it and say, I love and fill in your name. You know it starts with loving ourselves and honoring and valuing that all these pieces connect it's like a puzzle
0: mm, that's true that's very true and you know bruce lee said that a great teacher doesn't tell you what to do but they're merely a catalyst to guide you in yeah. the right direction so you can find out the answers yourself and that's exactly what yeah. you're doing with this mirror work you're giving them the right questions to ask and then yeah you're doing it so that's amazing and right. you know, we can't have this conversation without getting into the woo.
1: <laughs> like we already are. <laughs> well, <laughs> I wish I a, I'm not woo. I'm just wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah. But yeah. Wow. yeah, you know what? Yeah. I hate to, you know, categorize because I think people really miss so many valuable tools by identifying, well, that's too woo-woo or this it's all kind of incorporated in there's i don't even draw the line as long as we're connected to source and god and in and we're working in this beautiful light that he gives us and he gives us these tools and you know he created this universe and he expects us to take action we have free will you know i mean he doesn't tell us what to do <laughs> it's, he's going to guide us, but he's going to guide us into mistakes too. And we're like, well, how did you guide me there? Why did that bad thing happen? Well, are you learning? Is this, is this the time that you're going to get it? That's on us. That's, that's our own free will. That's our own accountability.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So my question to follow that up is, Mm -hmm. you know, you're relationship with intuition or i don't even know how to describe it but your connection with basically everything and that inner knowing i'm curious like because truly like you are one of the strongest people that i know with that gift and i want to know like thank you is that something that you were born with and that you always had or did an experience happen that kind of Mm. unraveled that gift and brought it more out for you
1: that is a pretty loaded question, but I'm going to answer that. Um, yes, I was born with. Uh, my father always knew, um, but I was terrified. I was terrified of the dark. I was terrified of seeing things. I was terrified of knowing what I knew. Uh, I was terrified of what I called coincidences everywhere. How could I see that? And then it, it's happening. So I, I it was never taught, and I grew up. My you know there was there was a Christian element that you can't be that and believe in God. So I was very conflicted. So, you know, growing up, um, in church, so what I did was stick my head in the sand and just pretend that if God will just make it go away. Now I embrace it. It's a God-given gift and I trust it. It guides me well. It guides me to ask the right questions. There's no cheating. I don't tell people the way, Some, I love pulling actually intuitive cards though. You know, I don't use tarot. I don't, you know, it's crazy that the questions I get and I'm like, yeah, no, that's not what I do. But I love being guided and giving little tidbits to spark where someone may be already leaning into. I'm never going to tell them anything that they don't say, oh, that's so interesting. This, that, that makes sense because I'm already, yeah, of course it does. So in um, that being said, and then I, I learned to trust it. And I think the traumas and the not trusting it, all the years of making the mistakes because I second guessed myself, there's been so, my internal gut screamed no on multiple occasions of some big life events. But what came out of my mouth because of lack of boundaries and knowing was, yes, now I never second guess. Now I shut things down. There isn't anyone that can bully me into a yes. It's it's no with statements of affirmation because I want to be polite. There's never, I don't have to be rude about it, but I know the way. I know my truth. No, you know, everybody has a truth. They just deny it because someone else's voice is probably in their head or they think someone else has a better answer than they do.
0: We always have the answer.
1: Always, always have the answer. You know, and I always, you know, I love universal laws and, you know, the law of polarity means if the desire is there, the answer is already available to you. That means it's it's already here. And we talked about that a little bit before, knowing that we come into this world knowing and we have, I I believe we're here to love and be loved. There's so much about that, but we come into this world with a purpose and we eventually find that if we're willing, if we're willing to do the work.
0: Yeah, it all starts with that first step. I always say that most monumental step that is often the most scary one. But then momentum will pick up after that, and you'll be cruising after that. So that's that's really great advice.
1: Hopefully, it can help someone.
0: Oh, it will! It will. I know that for sure. Um, I know we got the time crunch here, so I got one last question before we kind of wrap things up here. And okay, all
1: right, go, (laughs) Dan.
0: So based on your experience as a life coach and helping transform over 3,000 lives, I'm curious, mm-hmm. what's been the biggest block on our potential that you've seen and how can we remove that so we can really step into the highest version of ourselves?
1: Fear. Fear of the unknown. Fear of failure. Fear of not knowing. There's, there's a terror barrier that we hit. And the terror barrier is just newness. We have to say, I know it's new because the body, if we think of the subconscious, well, let's break it down. We have 65,000 thoughts a day. 85% are repetitive. 95% are usually negative because our brain is just rolling that tape. So we have to interrupt that. And when we want something new here, we've got this terror barrier and on the other, and it can be this big, but on the other side is newness over here. We have 80% of the subconscious is running the show. We have all these stories in between. And up here, the 20% of the consciousness, we're trying to create something new. So with repetition and saying, I know it's new. Do you trust me? I say this all the time. I kind of put myself in, do you trust me? Do you trust me? And it's yes. It's always yes, because I do know the way. And you know, we we have our higher self. You know, if we're trying to navigate and we're in the mud and we're trying, I usually say step out of that and look to your higher self. Your higher self knows the way. And write yourself a you know a, a letter five years from now and let her or him speak to you about what they see and what they want and what they desire. They they're they're going to claim it. So, in that being said, it takes the fear out of it. It takes the fear. And we, we make these movements and they aren't quantum leaps. We hear a lot about manifesting and quantum leaping and big, bold moves. And we see it out there and the oh, the art and active comparison, shut off your computers, people, (laughs) shut off the news, shut off your computers. But we take these small steps and all of a sudden we're where we want to be. And I see my clients and they're like, "I, I just didn't even feel the growth, but here I am because they were willing to step over that terror barrier that says, and try something new and stay with it with the repetition. And of course, I love mantras. I love prayer. I love incorporating positive, you know, affirmations, your I ams, looking at the energy in the body. Where are we storing it? There's so many moda- modalities that we can hit this with. And I like to encompass people with a lot of that. There's not one way.
0: Yeah. Yeah. One of my- Did I answer that? Yeah, no, good. That was great. And I'm just going to add one of my mantras is you are always stronger than you think. You're going to think that you can't do something, but you're stronger yeah. than you think you can do it. And, you know, whenever I step into something, yeah. new, like you just said, or even something just difficult, like there's a lot of things yeah. that are difficult. You are always stronger than you think. That's going to push yeah. me through that. And I'll say it like a hundred times, but I'll get. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Matters is that we get through it. We keep moving forward with momentum and, you know, yeah. the, the game.
1: Yeah. Lean in, not lean out, lean in, ask better questions and support yourself. We don't wait for someone to show up to support us. You know, we come into this world alone. We go out of it alone. If, if we can encompass more love and support from our, you know, ourself, it's amazing where we can go. But if we're, we're playing the waiting game, Who's going to come and help me? Who's going to come and assist me? Who's going to come and tell me? It is our responsibility to find the way, to find the answers. And they they come in from, from all over the place, all over the place. And we're like, oh, yes, that makes sense. Oh, yes, they showed up. You know, we'll just, the minute, you know, that act of polarity, the minute the desire is there, answers will arrive. People will arrive. Situations will arrive. Checks of the mail will arrive. And we're like, on. but you know manifesting 101 you got to believe first if you don't believe there's you might as well go back t- to square one yeah it's your belief system
0: i mean i didn't see you coming into my life but i'm so grateful that yeah you-
1: <laughs> <laughs> i know well i i felt the same way about you dan you know just so like-minded i love spending time with you you're such a good friend i just i i'm looking forward to connecting more
0: Likewise, and meeting you in person as well someday, hopefully sooner than later. We'll, uh,
1: oh, maybe in Dallas. Be. Yeah. Are you going to be in Dallas in April by any chance? Um, at I the unstoppable,
0: but a- I might now. I might be.
1: <laughs> I don't know. I kind of felt something there that you were going to be there. I don't know. I think that might be well, a great place to give you a big hug.
0: Okay. Yeah. Dallas, it is then. <laughs> so Dallas, it is. We just make it on the spot and we got follow through now. So- yeah. this has been so good i love this conversation love spending time with you before we hop off let us know how we can support you you have your gratitude Mm. book that i will put in the show notes below but if you have anything else going on in your world or something that you're looking forward to possibly even dallas like let us yeah we can get involved
1: well, the Dallas is the Unstoppable event from Amberly Lago, and there's going to be a lot of speak. I'll be speaking at that. That's a big event. I, I'm really looking forward to that. And that's coming up in April. I'll get the link for you. Um, I, you know, I work a lot of one-on-one, but I'm launching a mastermind, which just, I'm broadening the circle, um, the power circle, and it's the Clarity Collective. What I want to do is be able to have, I just believe there's power in numbers of people coming together and sharing stories. And, you know, I love one on one work. I just, I always have. I probably will keep a percentage of that, but I am expanding back post COVID to masterminds. And I'm back out there doing a lot of keynotes and uh, launching a podcast. There's so much coming in January. I'm just like holding this container and just being calm and saying whatever comes first comes first. A book will be out in April. So there's, yeah.
0: There's a lot I'm just. The way. <laughs> it's exciting. I'm just
1: happy to you know have it the momentum. It's just the time to share and and I just hope it's it, it facilitates more growth out there and and it resonates deeply with people that they know that my story is not unique that every one of us the six degrees of separate we're all connected and my desire to support people is a true desire.
0: Well, I can feel it, and I know that the listeners can as well. So thank you so thank much you, for you know, just blessing us today on yes. this episode with your uplifting yeah. energy, your kindness, you, perseverance, and positivity shine hope, and the world is a brighter and better place because of you. Thank you so much for joining us today and empowering oh, me to elevate my energy to heal and live life to the fullest. You are amazing.
1: You're amazing too. I mean, I think my cheeks hurt from smiling so much today. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, because you we've been laughing and smiling so much, even prior. But thank you, Dan, for having me. You're you're just the best, you know, sending you so much love and so much just good energy. I just love what you're doing in the world. Woo. There we go. All right. Um, yeah, I, I I love our conversations. I I love spending time with you. It's just such good momentum. And, uh, you know, I really want to hear more about your story. And in launching my pot, I wanted to say this next year, I'd love to have you on and talk about your story and about what you're doing. Yeah, it's it's important that people understand that we don't just land and do great things and continue to do great things without an enormous amount of transition involved. And uh, we can't see the transition. We just see, you know, perhaps we see people going through dark phases or quiet phases. But I think it's connecting those dots of letting people know. And if we can be as transparent and honest and raw as we can with people, I think we can we can connect, and they can identify and feel less alone. I think my goal is to make people feel less alone.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of people suffering in silence. I was one of yes. them. Yes, sure you. Were. I was
1: one of them. Ah, so yeah, quick, quick. and i hid with the yeah and i hid with the shame of it the shame of the medication the shame of the the illness the shame of how much downtime so i would show up like superwoman in between no one even knew i was sick and i rarely talk about it now this will be the first podcast that i actually discuss it wow, wow yeah amazing. it's time yeah. yeah it's time well you facilitated it you showed up you asked and it was time it was time Time divine timing, <laughs> divine what. timing. Yep, divine timing.
0: Are you ready to take charge of your health and transform your life? Well, get ready because we have the solution for you. Introducing the Nova Fusion 21 Day Wellness and Resilience Challenge, the ultimate program designed to stack massive momentum, achieve peak performance and spark your transformation. In just 21 days, you can experience a total wellness revolution. Our challenge is jam-packed with daily inspiration, education, downloadable resources, and exciting challenges to keep you fired up and on track. But that's not all. When you join the challenge, you'll also become a member of our exclusive Nova Fusion family. Together we'll support and uplift one another as we continue to grow and thrive. Unlock the secrets of the world's best wellness and resilience practices to stay mentally and physically fit for a lifetime. From renewing healing practices to transformative high-performance techniques, we've got you covered. And here's something that sets us apart. I believe in these practices so much that I'm offering a money back guarantee. That's right, if you don't see results, you can get your money back so you have absolutely nothing to lose but everything to gain. So what are you waiting for? Take advantage of this limited time opportunity right now. Go to NovaFusion.co challenge to sign up and embark on the journey of a lifetime. Let's spark your transformation together. I can't
1: wait to see you on the other side.